are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Wonderful to be together tonight. Thank you, Brother Martinez, Brother Chuck, Brother Galvan down there. Great crowd way out in the other, out in the parking lot out there, almost said balcony. Get used to that building. Now, we're going to just check something for the sake of these men back there. And several things, um, I want to find out if this microphone is better or this one. I, th- those men back there, I appreciate them so much. They're battling static. Is this one okay so far or is this driving you crazy? Is this one all right? All right, now, let me, let me try this one right here. Is this one better? I don't want to preach with it if I don't have to. Is this better? <laughs> That's the same both times. Uh, I, think I'll use, uh, I think I'll use this one right here, fellas. Is that okay? All right. Now, I'm not in charge of the weather, but I feel sadly, b- badly for you people that the sun is hitting you in the face. I'll check with the men back there. Wednesday night, on Wednesday night, we might spin it and have the pulpit there. I'm not sure if they'll want to do that or not, but that way the sun won't be in your face. But Sunday morning, we'll always try it this way. Gets too hot, we'll, um, we'll get earlier, whatever. But for right now, on next Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, 6.30. And then uh, on Sunday morning, 10.30 and 6 o'clock. Such a wonderful day this morning uh, to be with you. And uh, I appreciate all of God's people coming in. And I hope you're able to hear right now. I appreciate our internet friend. We had so many texts from them today. And apparently, man, it was going online perfectly fine. But uh, these guys, we can't hear down here at all. There's no sleeper speaker. So Brother Martinez is directing music behind the special, trying to keep Brother Caleb with them because he can't hear. But everybody had such a good attitude. Parking lot attendance, God bless you. Did a good job. Amen. Brother Poussin, Brother Poussin's in charge of that. And I'll tell you, I, uh, I know I speak on behalf of Mrs. Treeper as well. We have always loved our church, but there's no way to tell you how much we love you. Our hearts are literally broken as every pastor in America and the world is broken to be with their people. And uh, just today is so refreshing. You've been so kind and so thoughtful. As you leave out tonight, we have a, a gift bag here for you. And inside is marshmallows and, and um, graham crackers and chocolate. You can go home and make s'mores tonight, and that would be great. And um, I think next Sunday night we'll go back to root beer, six-pack of root beer and popcorn. But we'll have that. And I'm speaking your tune now. And, uh, and then next Sunday is, of course, Mother's Day. It will be a little bit different day, but I hope it'll be a wonderful, wonderful day. And uh, I, I told the governor this week when I, I didn't speak to him firsthand. It sounded like I did. I did. I don't even know if he even listened, but I wrote him a letter. We lost our special day called Easter this year. And um, now we're losing our, our next special day, Mother's Day. Uh, he who rocks or she who rocks the cradle rules the world. 
And mothers, we need you more than ever. And I, I plead with you to continue to enjoy that role of motherhood if God has given you that responsibility. Tonight we're in a very familiar text. In fact, it's the text when we moved in that uh, building behind me, behind you, that is. It's the text I preached from the very first message on August the 20th, uh, 14 or 15 years ago we moved in. In chapter 6, Solomon's dedicating the temple. God was doing a great work. In fact, the glory of God was so powerful that they said even the priests could not go in. The presence of God was so real. That's what I'm praying for our church. I believe we have that, that presence of God even today. I'm excited what I see in our church. And I think the greatest days could be yet ahead. But I also believe that there are going to be days that we're going to have to pay a price. And I hope that I'm willing to pay that price, whatever that might mean. And I hope that the greatest days for the cause of Christ worldwide will be just around the corner as we await that soon coming again. Because the rapture is coming and the tribulation is coming. And he is, he is not willing that any should perish. May this be a great harvest time. You get to chapter 7 then, and after chapter 6. And in chapter 7, the Bible says we had made an end of praying. Thank God for prayer. And we find verse number 12. And I'd like you to take your Bibles and look at verse 12. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night. And he said unto him, I have heard thy prayer. And have chosen this place for myself for sacrifice. If I shut up heaven, there be no rain. Or if I command the locusts to devour the land. Or I send, what's the next word? Pestilence. That's disease. That's a virus. And God said, I may have to deal with you with a virus. It's a big moment. You're getting a new building. You're getting the temple. You're moving in. It's so powerful the priest can't even go in. My touch is there. But, but, if you rebel, I'm going to get your attention. I'm going to send a pestilence. I glory in the fact that our almighty God has got the attention of the world. And I believe great things are happening these days. I know the men of God. We are blessed with men of God worldwide. Men that are begging God and praying and fasting and believing God that God can. Missionaries on the field. I read from one yesterday, and I won't name the country, but I read from one yesterday. said, by God's grace today, or tomorrow, which is today, we're going back to church. And it's exciting to see what God is doing. God said, if I send pestilence. And then the verse I want to speak on tonight. And it's our rip-snorting verse. It's the hip-hip-a-raw verse. It's the hooray. It's God bless you. It was the verse in, in 1976. Every preacher preached on this, on the bicentennial when we are 200 years old. If my people, which are called by my name, but tonight I don't know if it's so much rip, snorting, preaching. It's coming to you with a broken heart. I preach with a cry in my heart tonight and a cry in my voice because this is the verse that's going to propel us into freedom and to preach the gospel again. If my people, 
my people, not the mayor, not the governor, not the president, not the Congress, not the legislature, not the Supreme Court, my people sitting in these cars, which are called by my name, called by my name. And he gives us a formula. And tonight, my message is simply this. I'm claiming 2 Chronicles 714. God gave me early this year, John 3.30. He must increase. I must decrease. God's placed this verse on my heart for tonight. I'm claiming the verse, my people which are called by my name. And I'm going to invite you to do what I pray that I have been trying to do. I want more than ever tonight to do that first word, humble myself. God can turn this thing around, but we need to come to a point where we say, I am willing to humble myself. When we humble, we lay out our, and expose our heart to God. God, this is Jack's heart. Even this afternoon I was praying and I was trying to talk to God about my heart and I got so confused I said, oh dear God, my heart is so deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Je Jeremiah 17, 6. I said, God, you know my heart. I think it's right with you. But I, and I try to be right and holy before you, but I'm so confused with myself half the time. I don't know where I'm at, but God, as far as I know, I want to have a humble heart. And I beg, I beg you teenagers and your boys and girls and your men and women of the North Valley Baptist Church, may we walk humbly before God. What is humility? It's total brokenness. It's total brokenness. God wants to break and crack my heart that it's so broken and so humble before him that I might be abased and he might be exalted. It's amazing how even when we try to act humble, we know our heart. That church of the land is seeing Revelation chapter 3, verse 17, because thou say, thou sayest, Thou art rich and increased in goods and have no need of anything, nothing. But God says, No, said not that thou art poor and wretched and miserable and naked and blind. God says, You think your heart's pretty good, but I'm going to tell you, your heart is bad. Oh, may I plead with you, examine every day your heart throughout the day. On the hour, if you set an alarm, you might want to say, God, how about my heart? Is it right with God? Is it filled with anger and bitterness and carnality and deceit and envy and fear and frustration? Is it filled with self and all that you might be able to take a letter alphabet and go through it? God says, humble, humble yourself. I want you to pray for me like you've never prayed. I can be humbled by God or I can humble myself. I'll tell you what, God has a way of humbling us. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. He tells us in James, and he tells the same in 1 Peter. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you. Exalt you. I believe America can be exalted one day again, one day again, but we're going to have to humble ourselves. He promised that to his people. He didn't promise it to the politicians. God's people to humble ourselves. Humble ourselves. 
Quit attacking God's house. You're listening online. But humble ourselves. I'm very cautious I say this. I said it the other week. I wonder if we're months away from as, like Mr. de Blasio said in New York City, you go to church and I'll shut you down permanently. There's a whole army of politicians that like to close the church down permanently. We're going to have to take this window that God gives us, whether we're on a parking lot or when we go into the house of God, and we're going to have to take every moment, every song, every service, and, and, and every choir number and, and savor it and pour it and put it in our heart and we have to walk before God humbly. He said, my first ingredient, God says, you're going to have to humble yourself. Oh, you're happy about your new building, the temple, but you're going to have to humble. And then he said, secondly, you're going to have to pray. I don't think that needs a lot of dissertation. I spoke on it this morning. I've been speaking about it. What a sight last night to see this parking lot filled with men praying. We were trying to get it all organized and had a good time, but I promise you, I'll be down here. And it'll be a little bit different next Wednesday, Saturday night, and it was great last night. But I'm going to beg the men of God to come and pray like we've never prayed before. My children should pray. Mothers and dads need to pray. Children need to pray. Children, remember elementary chapel early in the morning Little children pray, and again at noontime time and the break of day, at the end of day. Oh, I love hearing you sing that. I wish elementary kids, I could get you back so I could hear you sing that song again. Prayer is a wonderful treasure. Prayer is a wonderful key. Blessings are ours without measure, so pray about everything. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Pray without ceasing. I say to you tonight, if we're going to see our country open up again and our churches filled and people getting saved and those buses running, we're going to have to know what it is to pray. Pray, pray, pray. I may say tonight, humble ourselves and pray. And then God says, Jack, I want you to seek my face. When I'm busy, Lord, I've got this thing going on and I've got this and I've got the sports course. Thank God there's no sports scores to find out. I, I don't want to be busy with that. I want more, more about Jesus. My heart wants to seek Him more. I want to know Him better. I want to walk with Him. I kept wondering this week, Brother Martinez and Brother Galvan and I had one of those morning broadcasts at 9 o'clock that we do live. We were talking about walking with God. I think it was after the program we said together, they said, I wonder if, maybe it was during the program, I can't remember, but they said, uh, I wonder if one day as Enoch was walking with God, God turned to Enoch and said, Son, we've been walking together all day. It's about even time, son. And I think we're closer to my home than yours tonight. Would you like to go home to heaven? I'd like to walk with God so much that one day he said, Jack, would you like, you're closer to me. You're closer to your home, permanent home, than here. Oh, may it be that we seek God. I want all of us to take inventory. What are we seeking? What are we going after and hunting after? Seeking first. First. Not second. First. I knew we'd have a great crowd this morning. I knew we had a great, would have a great crowd. And people way out there. I knew we would. 
I don't know how much we advertised. I think it was on the internet somewhere. But I do know, and we didn't make a call. You know how to read that. I knew we'd have a good crowd because I know, I know that right now, like almost any other time, but I know the church is wanting to seek our God. This morning I asked so many people, was it too hot? No, it was, it was perfect. Oh, was it too scratchy? No, the, the, it's okay. It's okay just to be here. That's the attitude of church. Why? Because we want to seek God. The Bible says, listen, where you get in trouble, and I send a pestilence, and there's a virus, and you have problems, my people, my people shall, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Then he says, look at this, and turn, turn. I need to examine myself. I want you to pray for me. I want God's people to pray if there's any rebellion in this heart. I want God to cut it out and pride in this heart. And, and if there's any, anything that doesn't need to be there, I wonder tonight, this, do we need to turn from social media? Do we need to turn from the uh, events of the world looking unto Jesus? About done. My people called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn. What do you have to turn from tonight? The next word is then. Then. I believe God can still do a work, but it's up to you and I. In closing, I'd like you to turn to the book of Psalms. Psalms, Psalm number 81. I was on the phone one morning having prayer with my pastor brother-in-law. I've got a couple of brother-in-laws that are great preachers. Several brother-in-laws for that matter on both sides of the family. But I was on the phone with Pastor Mark Swanson and he gave me a verse in another chapter near this. I read that verse and I said, wow, that verse of preach just spoke so much about what's going on. And I kept reading, and I got over to the next chapter, chapter 81. And the Bible says in verse number 11 of 81, But my people will not hearken to my voice, and Israel will not of me. So I gave them up to their own hearts' lust, and they walked in their own counsel. Oh! Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me and Israel had walked in my ways. Lord, I love these people so much. I don't want it to be said that, oh, oh, Jack would have just sought me and walked after me and humbled himself and prayed and sought my face and would turn from his way. Oh, what could have happened? But he did not. Oh, if the families and the children and the teenagers had sought after me, oh, if the North Valley Baptist Church would have just humbled themselves and prayed and sought my face and turned from their wicked way, then I would have healed their land. God, I believe in these dark socialist communist days that we see in America. I truly believe that, God, you could turn this around. This which looks like such a curse could be such a blessing 
Because, dear God, perhaps you're getting our attention. Perhaps this pastor has played games when we should have been more serious. I pray for every deacon and every Sunday school teacher and every deacon's wife, every Sunday school teacher's mate, for every bus worker and bus captain. I pray for every staff member. God, I pray for the nursery workers. I pray for all those that work in the parking lot, security and sound and music and choir and specials. I pray, dear God, that we claim my verses, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, and to the best of my ability, God, I'm going to try to do this in my life this week. I want my grandkids to have not just a free America, but a revival America where the churches are open and preaching the Word of God with power and with might. I pray, dear God, that in my own pride and selfishness, I would humble myself this week and seek your face and turn from your wicked way, and I would pray like never prayed before. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.